The Sunday Grill on Beat 102-103. Well, Christine Doyle from Wexford joins me this morning. Along with Amy Murray, she's, they have created a social initiative called Colour Her Way. It's an interesting concept, so instead of me telling you about it, Christine is here to tell us more. You're very welcome to The Sunday Grill, Christine. Thanks so much, Orla, and thanks to everyone at Beat for having me on. Uh, Amy and I are really grateful for the opportunity to talk about our initiative. Now, this initiative so, is an important one. Um, it's an unfortunate one. I think as women, we've all felt unsafe out and about. But you tell us what you're doing. Yeah. So, um, well, Amy uh, Murray is running the campaign with me. So Amy runs Delush Cafe in Wexford and I'm Christine. Christine Doyle and I'm a life coach. And I suppose for both Amy and I, our business is talking. Mm-hmm. We talk with people for a living. And by talking all the time, we we encounter conversations that keep coming up to myself and Amy. Um, Amy and I ran a fundraiser last year uh, for Mental Health Ireland and we always had in the back of our mind to do something again this year. Um, And then I suppose off the back of everyone talking to us and everyone raising the issue around women not feeling safe out and about, and I suppose really as well the importance that women would be able to get out and about because it's so good for our mental health and for them to feel empowered by getting out walking and running and jogging. We just felt really strongly that this was something that needed to be addressed Um, and we felt as well that the the conversation kept coming up and people were at a loss as to what can we actually do about it you know it's something that's been going on forever and it's interesting to hear that you have conversations about it because I don't think I talk to anyone about the fact that if it's getting dark I'm not going to walk the country road maybe in my job yeah I suppose maybe in my job people do end up bringing up conversations that maybe they would feel more vulnerable about Mm -hmm. and um um and I suppose I'm always working on empowering women and making things better and safer and um, more available to women and and Amy and I are both um really interested in addressing things that are going on and trying to do something about it Mm. so we came up with the idea that well what would women need to be able to feel safe again you know we can all go out in groups and we all do the text we'll text message to say when we'll be home and where we'll be but really that you know that only deepens the message that we don't feel safe so we wanted to be able to empower women to feel safe going out by themselves and we thought well what do women need they'd need to feel seen and they'd need to feel heard. Um, so we came up with the idea to make a really nice running gilet. So a gilet is like a running jacket without sleeves. So it's it, you can use it all year round. Mm. Um, it's purple because it's a very empowering colour and it has high-vis detailing all over it. So we have 11 sponsors on the back and then the Colour Her Way logo on the front and they're all in high-vis ink. And then each one is fitted with a personal alarm. And our aim was that in every household, there would be one of these gilets that are really attractive. They're feminine and um, they're warm. They're cozy. They've got lovely um, zip pockets um, and they they, are, they provide safety. We wanted to have one of these available in every household in Wexford. That if a okay. girl or a woman wants to go for a walk, she would just lift it off the coat rack and off she could go. And how does the alarm work then? So the alarm is fitted in your pocket, either your left or right pocket um, with a... Uh, 
a hook and to activate the alarm you just pull the alarm so you just pull out the clip and okay. um, so it's like if you were releasing a parachute you'd pull out the clip so it's just a safety clip and it's a very very piercing alarm that can be heard for um uh, it can be heard all around so it's a very piercing alarm that is activated literally by just pulling out the clip great idea okay so how many people are wearing these so far yeah so well we want to be able to provide these gilets to a thousand women that's our aim and mm. to be honest Orla it's quite a high aim and mm-hmm. um, as I said these are really um, high quality running gilets and we want to be able to fund these so that no woman would have to pay for one we want to be able to provide these to women so that any woman our girl in Wexford would be able to avail of one we don't plan on selling these we wanted women to be able to avail of them because we believe that women have the right to have the to be able to walk or run in safety. So we're asking the community of Extra to really get behind us. So we are so fortunate to have 11 sponsors who are backing our campaign and they are Lifestyle Sports, Cleary Doyle and Lowney's Furniture along with Wexford County Council, Delush Cafe, Westgate Design, Keynes Auctioneers, John Power Life and Pensions, Graffidia, Bang, the DMC Clinic, Christine Doyle Wellbeing, um, Kelly's Resort Hotel and Spa and Curtain Creations. So they have really given us the funding to be able to start this initiative. But we are really dependent on the community of Wexford getting behind us to help us with the final bit of funding to be able to roll this out to all the women and girls in Wexford. And are the 1,000 gilets manufactured at this stage? Yep. Wow. Okay. (laughs) They're manufactured and they are on the way. Okay. Well done. So we, yeah, we're very aspirational. Look, we really want to get this done. We don't plan on not getting it done, but we really, really do need the help of the community to get behind us. So what we really felt was that people were kind of feeling, oh, what can I do about it? So we are providing a way for us all to come together to empower women. Obviously, Amy and I can't do it ourselves. So we have a very high goal, Orla, of getting 1,000 ambassadors to come behind us and support us in rolling this initiative out. So we're looking for anyone out there who has a wife, mother, daughter, girlfriend, friend, aunt, niece, granny, every one of you to join with us in our dream to empower women and girls to get back out running and walking with confidence. Okay, great. So that's what you're looking for. People who want to wear your gilets and and do what they like to do and not have fear behind them. Yeah, well, so the gilets will be provided to the women. And okay. in advance of that, in advance of that, we're looking for a thousand ambassadors so an ambassador by becoming an ambassador you can go on to our website which is Uh christinedoyle.ie forward slash color her way forward slash okay and what do you do okay or they can find us on or they can find us on instagram our instagram handle is color her way okay so on so on the website or on Instagram, we're asking everyone to become an ambassador. By becoming an ambassador, you purchase an armband. The armbands cost 15 euro and that 15 euro goes directly to funding a gilet. Okay. So every armband, every ambassador that becomes involved funds a gilet for a lady or a girl or a woman who wants to get back out running and walking. Okay. So that's a thousand ambassadors we are looking for, which is quite a high number, Orla. And we... 
obviously are very ambitious and aspirational, but we really do need any groups in particular, our businesses, our communities that can help us. We really, really would love your support to be able to reach our target of a thousand ambassadors to be able to provide a thousand gilets. Okay, so if you buy the armband, you you get the armband, you you don't get the gilet, but you're hoping to get a thousand gilets out to Wexford County over the next few weeks and months. Exactly. So if if um, if I went on it and bought an armband today and became an ambassador, um, my details are captured. And everyone who has become an ambassador, they are the first to be offered the gilet for their aunt, our mother, our daughter, our niece, our significant other female in their life that okay. they would like to avail of a gilet. And beyond that, they get offered to the general public anyone who would like who would like to have the gilet that they feel that it would make a difference to them getting back out one walking or running with confidence. Okay, lovely. I have to say they're lovely. Um, the colour is yeah. lovely, but they aren't that real, you know, the kind of harsh material people, if they're going running, have they? They're not that harsh kind of running material that you expect when you're going out high vis, are they? No, not at all. So the high vis comes from the detailing on the gilet. So it comes from all the sponsors logo and the Colour Her Way logo on them. So it's actually a really snug material that um, that it's made out of and a lovely purple colour. Um, and really, you know, it's zipped up well, it's flipped lined two zipped pockets on the side they're really well made and we're really proud of the product that we're offering to women lovely and a lovely empowering product as well um if you want to go on to the color her way instagram you'll see a video of the gilet itself you'll also see the wexford senior camogie team wearing the armbands that if you pay 15 euro for you can nominate a woman in your life that you think would like to have one of the color her way gilets and alarm in their household best to look with it christine are you are you hoping to go further than wexford in the like is this would be something that would really work countrywide it would be something that would really work countrywide. Look, we'd love every woman or girl to have one. I mean, certainly if we can keep rolling it out, we will. Um, every, uh, it, it really all depends on the funding. As I said, every armband funds a gilet. So need there to roll it out nationwide or to other counties. Of course, we'd be very interested. And we really want to thank as well Orla, the Camogie team, um, along with the Hurling team, for being ambassadors for us. It was so wonderful for us to see those camogie girls wearing the um, armbands proudly and it is really the epitome of the women and girls that we are trying to empower and um, to get back out exercising and doing sport with confidence feeling safe brilliant well christine thanks a million for joining me this morning that is christine from color her way that is the instagram or you can go onto christine's own website it's christinedoyle.ie and the link there is color her way best of luck with it christine Thanks so much, Orla, and thanks a million for having me on. The Sunday Grill on Beat 102-103. And happy Mother's Day, just in case you're in a panic thinking, oh no, it's Mother's Day. All I want for Mother's Day is some time to myself, maybe a trip to the cinema alone. Like, is that too bad humbug? That's what I want. No, I think that's that's very reasonable. And, and actually, I'd say you'd make your family quite happy if you told them that that's what <laughs> I, told, I think I everybody told would Hannah win. that and she was very disappointed <laughs> oh really yeah because so. she wants it to be about her oh yeah well yeah. when you're six everything's oh you, isn't it? I hear you yeah well another person celebrating Mother's Day by spending time with her pal Orla <laughs> is Shona Lyons from Beat Breakfast she's here with some uh, Mother's Day survey 
and some background into why we celebrate mothers at all, which we should be doing, of course. Before we do that, as one mama to another, happy Mother's oh, Day yes, to you, Oh, yes, happy Mother's darling. Day. Now, hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm a bit of a cynic. I'm not really big on all the days. Do you know what I mean? I don't I don't like enforced joy. OK, I do know? like chocolate, though. Oh, yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah, like Paddy's Day, the whole extended bank holiday. I was I felt a bit of enforced joy. Oh, did you? Did you get, did you get me? No, I, I very much celebrated the extended bank holiday. I'm still a bit sweaty from it. Um, but yeah, there's something, you know, that Hallmark cardy. It's like Valentine's Day for me. I'm a bit, ah, whatever. Is yeah. that a bit cynical bah humbug of me? I don't, I don't, I, I, for me, the Mother's Day and the Father's Day, I never... I never minded them. Yeah. You know, like. They definitely do them in primary schools, though, because Hannah's all over oh, it. Oh, I think it's really sweet yeah. with the really bad art. I'm only joking. Yeah. No, no, I get you. <laughs> anyway, where what's it all about? Where did it come from? Well, now, let me tell you, it is actually traced back to the ancient Greeks and Ooh. the Romans, right? So they held festivals in honour of the, like us, Orla, the mother goddesses. Oh, yeah. So these were Rhea and Cybele Cybele That'll be the latest name now Cybele Yeah I've never heard that actually Never Uh, Clearest modern precedent for Mother's Day is obviously the early Christian festival known as Mothering Sunday to us what we do here in Ireland in the UK and then they do something completely different in the US a different date and everything Yeah I I always find that really confusing Mm. so their date is completely different Um, dates back to the 19th century the years before the Civil War Are you ready for the bit of history here? Yeah go for it Anne Reeves Jarvis of West Virginia helped start Mother's Day work clubs to teach local women how to properly care for their children. Oh, very good. And the official Mother's Day holiday arose in the 1900s as a result of the efforts of Anna Jarvis and she was daughter of Anne Reeves Jarvis. And following her mum's death in 1905, Anna Jarvis conceived of Mother's Day as a way of honouring the sacrifices mamas made for their children. There are many. I know. Yeah, like recently I've given up my bed. (laughs) That was foolish. Yeah, I know. Well, not, not every night, but I certainly, I, I find myself like squeezed over the very oh, edge where you're like, that. where you're trying to get back to sleep and, but you don't want to wake her because you know that if you wake her, yeah. that's it, game over. Yeah. yeah, I've definitely given up my time. Oh, have you? <laughs> A lot of it. I just want sleep, to be honest with you. That's I just I want to be able to watch Carnation Street without being told it's too violent. Go ahead of that with your Carnation Street. You want to watch Real Housewives well, on I, repeat. Well, I do have a six-year-old who likes Real Housewives, so that's okay. But there are also all sorts... Of, your six-year-old likes... Yeah. Anna doesn't like that, does she? She does. She loves it. No. Yeah. What? She's her mother's daughter. Loves it. She knows all the characters. She doesn't know them. She knows Jackie from Real Housewives in Melbourne because she had a baby shower and she's really into baby showers. Stop. Yeah. I don't know if this is suitable viewing. I don't either. <laughs> Seriously. But you don't know what it's like to be given out to about watching Coronation Street. So if the middle ground is Real Housewives, <laughs> we will do Real Housewives. And then we have a conversation about how in real life women don't fight as much as that. Oh, right. OK. Yeah. Well, like, oh, well, you know, it's about like <laughs> basing reality. Yeah. I have to say, I, I've... Struggle to find somebody who still watches Carnation Street. You're few and far between you are. Fair play. You're just hanging on in there, aren't you? Um, I do a lot of Instagramming while watching it. Okay. Um, Anyway, there are versions of Mother's Day celebrated all over the world and the traditions depend on the country. Will I just give you a few of them? Yeah, give us some. Okay, so in Thailand, Mother's Day is always celebrated in August and it's on the birthday of the current queen. Okay. 
circuit. Lovely. Jasmine is the go-to gift. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah I like that. Um, in Ethiopia, families gather each fall to sing songs. This is lovely. At each eat a large feast as part of Antrost, a multi-day celebration honouring motherhood. Lovely. So that's all about the food. Yeah, and that was definitely for me. <laughs> in France in 1920, the government of France began awarding medals to mums of large families in gratitude for helping rebuild the population after so many lives were lost in World oh, War okay. One. And then after the Second World War, the government declared the last Sunday in May to be the Day of Mothers and the traditional gift is now a flower shaped cake. <gasps> and the French do cakes very well. Full of custard oh, I cream. do love custard. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love. Yeah, custard. I wouldn't mind a flower-shaped cake. Yeah, um, so look, it's it's different wherever. I I'm I would be quite happy with some chocolate. chocolate. I do like a card. I have to say, yeah. like I grew up in a. God, you're so hard to please. You are. <laughs> I do like a card because I grew up in a house where cards were a thing. You know, like okay, I always yeah. feel like my dad picked out a card perfectly for Lovely. like it was, there was thought put into it. Yeah, and then he didn't just write. To show happy birthday, love dad. He'd he'd write a, a personalized uh, message. I think that's nice. No, that is nice because yeah. you can keep those things. Oh, I have them. Yeah, yeah in a box. Yeah, yeah, oh, lovely. Um, so do you want to know about the survey that Moonpig have yeah. launched? Right. So Moonpig have op- started in Ireland. Do you remember when you were little and there was always Moonpig ads on? Moonpig.com. That's it. Actually, you should be doing that. Yeah. Um, and now the cards are here, so you can kind of make your own cards. Now, obviously, that has passed because it's Mother's Day now, so it's a bit late. Um, but they came up with a survey for Mother's Day. It's quite interesting. And also, do you know what? A little bit stereotypical, isn't it, Shona? Do, do you know what I did when I read this? I thought, have we not moved on? A li- like, I mean, I don't I don't really want to be talking about a Sunday roast. No. You know, you can give me like a spice bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like a roast, but you know. You take a spice bag. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I take with my spice bag, actually? Oh I don't know if this is controversial. It's totally off topic. I like sweet and sour with my spice bag. Oh, I've never tried that. Yeah. I will try that. Yeah, though. okay. Okay. Sorry, back, back to the topic <laughs> at hand here. Um, yeah, so we're talking about um, the quintessential wonderful Irish mammy citing her need to always have the kettle on, right? Not me. That's not me. <laughs> That's what 81% of Irish adults consider their mom to be. Wow. Always have the kettle on. Top class Sunday roast, 62%. Yeah. Mm. Do the 24% one. Like, that's ridiculous. Her partiality to Daniel O'Donnell. All of us. All those reasons why she is so deserving of the title. Daniel O'Donnell. Like, my nana <laughs> wasn't even a Daniel O'Donnell fan. So, where are these 24% really and know. can they step forward? Um, yeah, hilarious. Let's talk about the names for your mother. Okay, yeah. Mammy, mum, ma. We actually spoke about this on Be Breakfast during okay. the week and we did our own little kind of um, survey because I say mum. I say ma'am. And Niall says ma'am. And a lot of people say mother. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Okay. And a lot say ma. <laughs> where's my roast dinner ma where's me dinner <laughs> um, yeah Moonpig knows that the Irish mammy is renowned for a quick turn of phrase and um, there's the, 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 the couple of funny ones right yeah. are you ready for this okay they included you're acting the maggot oh I say that do you Tana I say that do you I'm ashamed well 34% that's quite high yeah um, sure look be grand I say that Shona oh god <laughs> You are the quintessential <laughs> Irish mammy. Everything will be grand in my life. Okay. Um, yeah. Ah, you're very good. 
No, I don't do that. Okay, good. And this is the last one. I don't think you do this in this way, but you definitely do this when you want to have a gossip. <laughs> Come here and I tell you. <laughs> you just look at me and go, show. Come here and I tell you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah and very few of us according to the survey as well have forgotten Mother's Day just 15% um, and more I, than half always make sure to get their mama card I so. said how could you possibly forget Mother's oh, Day everywhere. when it's been in the shops for the last three months and the date is plastered all over everything I just don't see how you could possibly yeah there yeah. you go well there you go there's some uh, results of a survey by moonpig.com that um, I'm sure if it was the 1980s you'd all be like yeah I make a great roast dinner so I do well I don't and no, I'm, me neither I'm, and, and I'd like a spice bag for my dinner tonight so if Tom and Eva listening that's all I want it's, why are you making a face I don't, yeah it's you think not very it's Mother's Day but sure I don't want to be quintessential well true do you know what you're, I mean and you're not quintessential I want to be different yeah, okay. that's all I'm asking for and you want to go to the cinema and on sure, my own we're, we're easily <laughs> pleased really aren't we we've, we we've put it out to the universe now. happy Mother's Day happy Mother's Day Spice darling spikes spikes and cinema for all <laughs> sweet and sour sauce <laughs> The Sunday Grill on Beat 102-103. It's the Sunday Grill here on Beat 102-103 and TG Cotter's legendary GAA series Underdogs is back and this year it's all about the clash of the ash or hurling. If you're someone who doesn't understand that, the search is on to find a squad of ambitious men with enough drive, skill and passion to take on one of the greatest teams in the fastest field game in the world. Rob O'Connor joins me this morning. He's a producer on Underdogs and he's going to tell us more. Hi, Rob. Hi, Orla. How's it going? Really good. How are you? I am delighted. The sun is finally shining here in Dublin and just really, really excited. Exactly. And we are heading into summertime with the hour forward and everything. So it's just brilliant. Um, It's a, a real American thing, isn't it? When you tell Americans that... Hurling is the fastest field game in the world, but it's quite <laughs> astounding how fast it is as a game, isn't it? It's it's just unbelievable. And when you see like Schlitters flying all over the field, and you see the you know the the hurls bashing into each other and all mm. that kind of stuff, it's it's mildly terrifying, um, especially considering there's only like a helmet protecting you from you know literally as you said the fastest game in the world. So. Uh, no, like it's 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 so exciting that we're finally going to be able to do this. But yeah, I am definitely mildly terrified of uh, <laughs> of getting quacked in the face on the sidelines. So for the past few series of underdogs, you've been doing football. Is that right? Yes. So we had two series of men's football. We had uh, footballers from all over the country who wanted to show what they were about. And then just last year, we did a series with the ladies and it was absolutely fantastic. Okay. Um, it was and it, it was just amazing that the, the, the stories people had, the caliber of players, everything was just incredible, you know. And and Underdogs has the kind of longevity that I'm sure a lot of television production companies would hope for. It's been around since 2004. Absolutely, yeah. And the game has just, well, all the games have between men's football, ladies football and hurling. It, like they, they've all changed so much in that time, you mm. know. And we've seen the game change with the series and the types of players uh, the the types of people doing it, the types of stories they've all changed too. Um, so it's just been it's just been an incredible kind of journey with the series. And of course, we brought it back a couple of years ago, twenty eighteen, and there was just such a huge response to it. Like people were so excited to see it come back. As we've seen again this year, we couldn't believe it. We thought, you know, we've been on for a number of years now. Are we still going to get the same excitement from people applying? And already we've just had an avalanche of applications, and we're so excited to kind of get going again, you know. So tell us how it works when you say that they need the drive, skill and passion to take on one of the greatest teams. What does that mean? 
So basically, the series is designed for anyone who feels like they didn't get their chance. So, you know, take, for example, someone in Kilkenny, uh, a really, really competitive Hurling County. Uh, you know, you, you might have guys there who feel like they have what it takes, but for whatever reason, they were never given a look in. They never got a chance to show what they were about. Maybe they went to a trial and it didn't go their way on the day. Or maybe they had a manager who just didn't like them for some reason and never gave them the push they needed or something like that. So the series is designed to give those lads or those ladies a platform and let them show that they have what it takes. Okay. And, you know, you might you might you might have young lads who are on the way up anyway, or you might have uh, people who are a little bit older who want to give it one last go before they sort of hang up their boots. Or you might just have people who come from remote clubs who feel like, you know, what, I'm probably never going to have a chance to play against, you know, your, your, your Dublins or your Kilkenny's or whatever it is. I want to see my name in lights. I want to celebrate my club. So people come to it for very different reasons. And uh, it's all, at the end of the day, about the love of the game, you know. So, but you need to have never played with an inter-county team in the Lee McCarthy Cup. That's the rule that's there. Yeah, so this year the rule is a little bit, it's it's a little bit different to previous years. And, and with the football, uh, with the men's football at least, it was that you couldn't have played uh, senior inter-county at championship level. Okay. So we wanted, we did it that way because we know that there's an awful lot of people out there who maybe wore the county jersey and sat on a panel and never had a game. And it's not really fair to exclude them mm. entirely. Yeah, true. And then I think w- with the hurling, the way we thought about it was there's an incredible standard at the Lee McCarthy Cup uh, level. There's an incredible standard below that as well. But we wanted to give a chance to people who maybe have never played uh, at a Lee McCarthy Cup level. So, for example, if you're from a Northern Ireland county, if you're one of the six counties, there's an incredible love and passion for hurling up there. But they might never play Kilkenny in an All-Ireland final. So we want to see, we want to hear from players like that. And we also want to hear, as we always do, from people from, you know, your Kilkenny's, your Wexford's, your Dublin's. We want to hear from them uh, who maybe haven't had a chance with the inter-county team. So right. it's it's a little bit more complex this <laughs> year, but um, it's it's just to, to give us a broad range of players to look at and to give players the best chance to show what they're about. You must get some amazing backstories, do you? Oh, my goodness, yeah. Like the amount of stories we've had, you know, we've had obviously some very some darker stories of kind mm. of trials and tribulations and people coming out the other end. And we've had some really, really happy stories um, and people just, you know, people just giving it one last go. And there was a guy, I was only saying the, the other day that there was a guy in the first year I did it, uh, Michael was his name, and he was literally flying over from Liverpool every week just to train with the underdogs. Wow. Um, you know, we had a guy, Stephen, the first year, Stephen Scallon from Kilkenny, he was he was from a really, really unsuccessful minor football team. And mm. he just wanted to show that actually, you know, he had what it takes. I'm trying to think, we Niall Canning, um, who, who had just lost his mother and he wanted to kind of do his family proud. We've had so many incredible stories. Grania last year, if anyone hasn't seen it, there's a clip. Look up Underdogs Grania Power on Twitter. It's just such a powerful moment okay. on the show. I was so proud to be part of it. And then they go through a training process. So you kind of get them fit if they need to get fit again. Absolutely. Yes. So that they'll have an intense kind of training uh, regimen. We give them a fitness plan and nutrition plan that they have to follow. And like a large chunk of the show is really following this team Mm. as they train at each of these training camps. And they'll be, you know, they'll vary from, you know, we might go to a university and do kind of a um, like an intensive fitness weekend or we might go up the mountains with the army and do a survival camp to sort of 
build their sort of team building skills and stuff like that. Um, so that they, they kind of vary, and 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 that's where all the crack is really. Those training camps are just so much fun, and the lads and the ladies we filmed over the years, they come away from it going, "I've never done anything like this in my life," you know. And then um, who do they play? Who 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 are the professionals that they end up playing? So at the end of the series, they play a major intercounty team. So, so it's the always first a county. I was on it. It's not an all stars, or it's always one county. Well, you know, so you, you never know. We might <laughs> okay. mix it up, but okay. it definitely in the in the past few years, the first year we played Dublin, um, and then the second year we played Mayo, wow. and that that but but both were losses. But I have to say that the lads who played against Mayo that they, they gave it they gave it a good go. Last year, the ladies played against uh, the All Ireland champions, and they actually really gave them they really gave me the good game. Now I have to say there was some incredible that football like played that day. Though, did they, Rob? <laughs> they did lose but you know what like the passion on display oh it and is all about the playing it team is such an example yeah. you know yeah so yeah. and it's really good to hear that the actual um, like the athletes who are playing against these people are taking it seriously they're not like I'll oh, let them have that goal or anything they are out to win they are out to win and the thing about it is they know that the the, the people that have come from this show are legends like Kieran Donaghy started out as an underdog and he went on to win you know all Ireland's with his county wow. he's Pierce O'Neill from Cork uh you know that th there's been a number of people who've done really really well off the back of the series okay you know now. and and even people you, you might not hear about quite as much mm. that that have had a run out with some of the smaller counties like it is an excellent platform to kind of show what you're about and say, do you know what? I could be playing for my county. Uh, what a great experience. Now, uh, the nitty gritty, do you, because it's on TG Carr, do you need to be fluent in Irish or have a cupola fuckle even? Cupola fuckle is always handy. You, okay. you don't need to be fluent. No, there's lads from the six counties that have been, taken part and they haven't had a word of Irish and they've they've come away from the series then at the end going, do you know what? I'm going to go up and <laughs> I'm going to do some master classes. <laughs> wow. Life changing all round. So um, absolutely. So the 18th of April of this year is the deadline for applicants. They need to be 18 years of age um, on or by the 18th of April. Um, That's right. What's the like oldest person that you've got? What age group are we thinking? We had a guy, we had a guy the first year I was on it that was 41 okay. and he tried out. And, you know, he actually made it, he made it through the first round of trials. He didn't make it onto the panel, but he made it through the first round because the selectors were just so impressed by him. Good stuff. Okay. So, you know, the, the, sky, the sky's the limit. The sky is the limit. Okay, well, if you're interested, um, tgcahar.ie, but that's tg4.ie um, forward slash underdogs is the website or you can email underdogs at adareproductions.ie. Rob, best of luck with it. It sounds brilliant. I, I definitely will be tuning in. I won't know who any of the players are, but it sounds like it's a real human interest type of story as well, not just about sport. And sure, isn't that what sport is all about? Absolutely. That's Brilliant what it's job. all about. Thanks, Thanks so a much. Million. Talk to you. The Sunday Grill on Beat 102-103. It's Beat 102-103 on this Sunday of uh, Mother's Day. Have you anything you want to say to your mammy on Mother's Day? Happy Mother's Day. What's your mammy's name? Brida. Happy Mother's Day, Brida and Katie Washford <laughs> from, from your son, Brian. Well, how lovely. Yeah. What a nice way to start off getting right before we talk about this horror movie. Yeah, which is about adult films. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Orla. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you the premise of the movie that Brian is going to review this week. It's called X. I, I couldn't work out the genre until 
I watched the trailer, then I realised, oh, it's not for me because it's also made by the studio who brought us Hereditary. Yeah. And do you remember? I didn't even see Hereditary and I read the whole plot line because I knew I was never going to see it. And even the plot line written down freaked me out. So, no, it is by A24, so which they're notorious for just... They're the kind of like... The most stu- uh, like a studio indie, like if that makes sense, like okay. like it's an indie movie, but like with a proper budget and proper actors and proper things behind it, like you know. Okay. And they kind of put out the wildest stuff lately. Well, let's talk about this. This is X. It's about a group of actors set out to make an adult film in rural Texas under the noses of some reclusive hosts. But when the elderly couple catch their young guests in the act, the cast find themselves in a desperate fight. For their lives. Here it is. <laughs> Farmer's daughter, take one. I need to be famous, Wayne. All the best people are. There ain't nobody else out there like you. You know why? Why? Because you got that X factor. Our days of struggling may soon be over. Hollywood, here we go. So this is it. Our own studio backlog. You're looking for a place to stay. Oh, yes, sir. And my wife, Pearl, is next door. So I would appreciate a little discretion. My wife is not well. It happens after dark. Now, if you saw the visuals for that, this old lady. Oh, I can't even speak about it. They're the sort of things that really freak me out. It's not horror and blood and guts. It's the eerie person looking in the window or, you know, thinking someone's going to come up to your face and suddenly they're behind you instead. That really freaks me out. Yeah, no, there's there's a couple of times where like, ju- like there's not many jump scares in this, but like there's a couple of times where like, oh, oh, yeah, oh. it got me like, you know, yeah. normally, normally I'm like, I see it coming. Yeah. And like even this, when you do feel it coming, it's still, you oh, know, yeah. it's 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 good in that respect. Like it's not like a straight up, you're not gonna be screaming at it, but you're definitely gonna be feeling tense during it. You know, yeah, and that's what it is. That is what a horror and a horror is probably a bad word to describe it, isn't no, it? It 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 starts off like it is a horror. It's like it's a classic slasher movie. Do you know, like mm. Halloween? Mm. It reminds me a lot of Halloween because. It's set in one night, you know? So not you're not like, oh my god, they escaped and then they come back all guns blazing and half of them die at the end. It's like, no, it's it's the way that it all happens makes sense. Okay. And in a horror movie, that's a big deal. And also there is a, a plot to it as well, like, you know? It's weird. It's definitely weird, Orla. Yeah, it's got a weird it's premise definitely that weird. starts off it's, at an adult movie film crew. But yeah. it's been called a stylish homage embodying 70s filmmaking and even yeah. with risque content even by watching the trailer I could see what they mean by yeah, that. Yeah, no, but like it, it's set in the 70s obviously but like the whole the whole aesthetic is 70s and like even like the, the music as well like I'm a big fan of like 70s music mm-hmm. and like the music throughout is just classic 70s tunes, do you know? Okay. Uh, Let's tell, talk about some of the stars in this, many of whom I haven't heard of. Mia Goth, Jenna Ortega, Britney Snow is in their own, Campbell and Martin Henderson as well. They're, it's a small cast yeah. and it continues to be a small cast throughout the film, is that right? Yeah, I, so I feel like it's definitely one of those movies that's like, okay, we can make a movie during COVID type thing. It's okay. like when you have a small cast and like one location. Do you mean it's, 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 I'd say it was done for incredibly cheap realistically when you look at it because 
the the cast obviously like there's like Brittany Snow is probably the most famous person out of that lineup and like even at that she's not like a a, a household name like mm. you know uh, Kid Cudi's there as well but like he's not really an actor per se he was in Don't Look Up which was the only other thing I kind of know him from okay but he's he is producing going to be producing stuff for now for Netflix as well coming up and Martin Henderson who's in Grey's Anatomy, Grey's Anatomy. also is in Home and Away Home and Away I'd never see like I, these... most um, Australian or New Zealand actors at some stage ended up on the Australian soaps so mm-hmm. yeah um, and then Jenna Ortega has kind of been she was in the new Scream and she was in the the, the babysitter killer babysitter killer queen Okay. I don't know, the, the, that was one on Netflix a while ago, and Net Mia Goth was in the newer version of Suspiria then as well. So a lot of them have horror movie kind of backgrounds, you know? Uh, but then like kind of Britney Snow is is more kind of a like pitch perfect hairspray. Like she mm. means she comes from a more kind of lighter side of things. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a great mix of, it wasn't just a straight up dark movie. Like it's great because in the trailer they, they say like, oh, you're not, you can't just change a movie halfway through because one of the other girls wants to be in the movie. And it does go from like these young filmmakers making the movie to a full like seventies slasher hat like halfway through, but like naturally, like you know. And it's a slasher, but with no one like not a massive cast. Yeah, it's not as if like people are getting killed off. Yeah, and every not, minute people are coming to yeah. attack them. Or you anything. you are you be, like you care about all the the characters in the okay. movie, and so whenever even someone dies, couple. yeah, even the old couple. So like yeah, it's 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 a weird one. It's definitely like nothing you've seen. Okay, uh, I, I, it's just appeared out of nowhere. It premiered at South by Southwest, and then just suddenly yeah, it was it was getting like days later. In the I was US. getting, I just saw tweets being like, "Oh my god, that it's going great!" And it's like, yeah, the reviews are crazy. I was like, okay, yeah, well, let's go see this then. And okay, and had you heard of the production beforehand? I hadn't. No, I like I haven't even heard of the director or anything either beforehand. Or the, like, it's one guy who was director writer Ty West, so he's not really a massive name either. There's like, there's nothing really in his kind of repertoire that I've heard of. So. I don't know, it's just one of those things that's like, if you want to see something different, yeah, I think that good. might be my cinema on my own Mother's Day trip, or would I be oh, scared yeah. out of my life? I wouldn't really say, I would, if I was going to recommend a Mother's Day trip, I wouldn't <laughs> really say X. Okay. It's, it's not really the kind of thing you go see with your mom, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> but I just want to go on my own. Yeah, yeah. So I'd be happy as Larry. Um, how is the cinema these days? Is it quiet? Or? There was, so myself and three of my friends went, mm. and then there was two other people at it, and that was, that was it. I miss the cinema. I do too. I might might go today. Do go today. Yeah. You know, the weather was so good that you feel guilty if you end up in the cinema. I don't. No, I knew you. (laughs) It's nice to come out of the cinema and the sun is on you, I feel. I'm going to do that way instead. Now, it's a given that people die in this movie, yes? Spoilers, Orla, but yeah, there's there's some deaths in this movie. We would assume that that would happen. So, quite violent. The, the deaths are quite quite violent okay. and good, yeah, yeah. Oh, and good, okay. Good, yeah. So we're talking an eerie movie, a violent movie, but storyline wise, is it an intriguing movie? Yeah, like you, you are like it's 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 one of those movies where I went with some of my friends now that like this is an indie movie, so it's not exactly like things that they'd normally enjoy. Mm. Even getting them to come was like a surprise because they normally don't really like these things. But they they saw the trailer. I don't know what spurred them on. Was it the plot or whatever? But uh, they came along and they all seemed to enjoy it. And like it's an hour forty five, so it's not exactly oh, like great. it's not exactly like spread out. It's not supposed to be like this thing where a lot of staring. I hate movies with a lot of staring. Me too. So like a lot, it's there's something always happening and there's okay. there's, there's <laughs> that's there's, always a bit much for me in movies yeah. like that though that there's something always happening. I need a bit of a break. Yeah, well, the, it, yeah, it comes and goes. But like the, like it just Jonah horror movies like when things happen, you're like, why did they do that? Okay, do you know. But in this, it's like. 
this all makes sense. Right. Like, there's some parts where you, like, you kind of allow it because it's a horror movie, like, but also, like, like a 70, that 70s horror movie where someone makes a decision. It's clearly not the best decision, but in the moment, you're like, like, it, it's that a hurts. decision. Yeah, do you know, it's like, mm. they don't put on shoes is the decision. Like, uh-huh. I mean, it's not exactly a, but it's, like, at the same time, when, when they don't, it's kind of funny. Do you know, what I mean? like, it's, <laughs> It's those kind of decisions where you're like, well, they do that rather than be like, but they knew that the person was down there. Why did they go attack? Do you mean it's not, mm. not like that? Like, so I, well, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I really okay. enjoyed it. So you left the cinema satisfied. All, every plot line tied up. We're not yeah. going to see a number two, an X2. No, X, XY. Glad to hear that. Okay, let's black pudding it. How many black puddings out of 10 would you I, give for X out in cinemas now? I feel like an eight. Okay, good. An eight. It's like, it's like I'm not a horror movie person. Oh, forever and always like we, we've always established that but uh-huh. it's something that like it's not just a horror like my biggest problem is horror movies aren't always good movies you know? well you have said before that you have laughed at some of the bits that yeah. are meant to be really scary in horror movies did you laugh at any stage during X I laughed at the stages that were meant to be funny okay, and good. like there, there were stages where it was just funny like it was funny in general like they mightn't have been meant as a humorous okay. thing I think it was but uh, we, myself and my friends thought it was funny anyway. Okay, but you still gave it eight black puddings yeah. out of ten. A worthy eight black puddings for X. It is out now. Thank you so much, Brian. No bother at all. The Sunday Grill on Beat 102-103.